And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special guide and episode of Earth Destruction Directive. I am your host as always, Mr. Luke Giaconetti. I to thank everyone for listening to the show today. And I had the opportunity to take a trip up to Indianapolis to attend Gen Con, the largest tabletop gaming convention in North America. Now unsurprisingly at a convention dedicated to tabletop gaming nowadays, there was some Daikaiju games and merchandise on display. But today I want to talk specifically about a home-brewed game called Tokyo Ho, which I got a chance to play with its creator, Todd Kassler of Goon Games. Now, I found Tokyo Ho quite by accident. I was perusing the catalog of events before the show, and I was searching for anything monster-related. Uh, Tokyo Ho came up, and it sounded like a fun time, plus it fit my schedule, so I went ahead and booked a ticket. The game itself, being self-published, it doesn't use unique pieces, but instead, it's a set of rules designed to work with what you have on hand. Now, Todd had set up the city that we were playing in using HeroScape hex boards. Those of you that have played HeroScape know what these are. They're one-inch hexes that can be assembled in multiple different ways. He filled it with buildings, primarily from Monster Apocalypse, but there were other buildings in there as well. And we populated the monsters, robots, and defense forces from HG Godzilla toys, Heroes of Cybertron Transformers, Monster Apocalypse miniatures, various other toys and game pieces to fill out the various roles that needed to be filled in the game. The result is a wild back-and-forth game that leans hard into the, the essential character, really, of a, a Daikaiju movie or a Super Robot series. So even though my, my character, my pastiche of Gigan, of Showa Gigan, was the first monster eliminated from the game, I had a lot of fun, and I was glad that I picked this up and played it. Now, I was able to sit down with Todd for a few minutes at the convention to talk about Tokyo Ho, so I'm going to take you to that audio right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Earth Destruction Directive. I'm your host, as always, Mr. Luke Giaconetti, and I'm coming to you live from Gen Con 2023 here in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am sitting down with Mr. Todd Kassler, and we just played a really fun game, a really great Daikaiju game called Tokyo Ho. Yep. And Todd's going to tell us all about it. So, Todd, tell us about Tokyo Ho. Well, it's a game we devised. Me and my buddies, our little gaming group, we're big fans of kaijus. We grew up watching things like Ultraman, mm. Spectre Man, Space Giants. Ah, Space Giants. All the Godzillas, things like that. Then we're big fans of the uh, game Rampage. Yeah. So we took all this stuff together and just made a kaiju game. We figured it'd be a great game. You can cannibalize whatever monsters you wanted yeah. from whatever game systems you have just to have fun. It started as a beer and pretzels game, maybe. Yeah. And so we just did a demo yeah. about a little, about a little, half hour ago. And I, I get what you're saying about beer and pretzels. Real easy to pick up. And the thing I want to touch on that I like 
is, you said it was a cannibalized game. Yeah. And for uh, watching for maybe, because Earth Destruction Earth, we don't yeah. normally do gaming. We normally do uh, movies and yeah. TV shows. So what does that mean as a cannibalized game? So we picked up pieces from old Dungeons & Dragons miniatures that looked like monsters. Then when Monster Apocalypse came out, yeah. we used all those monsters. Or, like I found a lot of the old Toho Studio Godzilla figures and all the monsters from those genres. The little past too much figures. Those ones you got. You can even use vending machine pictures. Mm. Uh, battle beasts. Yeah. Anything that looks like a monster. Right. Uh, we also use Heroescape terrain. Yes. Uh, but when we first started out, Heroescape hadn't come out, so we just used rulers and tables. Right. But the Heroescape is easier because it's one inch hexes. Yeah, that does make so it easier. So just made, made it easier. Just we picked up whatever we could to we cannibalize from other games to make our game. Fantastic! See, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Um, you know, because for me, I have a I have a whole bunch of uh, the Trendmasters Godzilla. Yeah. Those when I was in like junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. So I've got a whole army of them that would be perfect for this because they're all the same size and they're all the scale. Yeah, as long right? as it's a scale, it doesn't matter. You can yeah. use uh, cardboard boxes for buildings if you wanted to make your cities. You don't even have a, we have a city, but we don't have to have we just have monsters fighting each other in the open. Yeah. However. So one thing I thought you mentioned Rampage. Yeah. I was a big fan of that game back on the Sega Master System back, you know, before mm-hmm. the last great Ice Age when I was a kid. Um, so one thing I liked about it, which I thought was neat, maybe you can talk to this, is a lot of our kaiju games is about fighting monsters, naturally. Right. Right. But I like that you had also victory conditions around destroying the city or destroying whatever it is that you're fighting in as well. So you got different ways that you can go about it. Yeah. And one other one that came up is that the GM plays the defense forces. Yes. So how did that come about? Because we didn't have anybody who wanted to play the defense forces. (laughs) And we figured someone's got to be, someone's got to bite the bullet. Someone has to be the person who's out there just being the cannon fodder, being as we call it, uncivil defense. Yes. The people who, the kaiju can either just step on and destroy or eat for bonus points and things like that, like the game yeah. Rampage. Nobody ever wanted to play them, so that's why we did it. Yeah, well, what? just a, a little peek behind the curtain, I, I, I died fairly quickly in this game. Yeah. I, I just, roles were not going with me, so I stepped in and played the defense, yeah. the uncivil defense, and that was actually a lot of fun, it too, really because is. then you just get to be... I'm a younger brother, yeah. so I'm used to pestering people. Yes. Right? So it's, it's got to just be a pest. That's exactly what they're designed to be. They're just standing there to be, while the kaiju are fighting each other or the giant robots, they're just there to just irritate people. They don't do a whole lot of damage, but they just like, leave me alone. Right. So it's either step on them and crush them right. or swat them out of the air after the air units, or you could actually, depending on what kind of monster you are, eat them, and gain back power. Right. One thing also is nice, it's not just monsters, we can also do giant mecha, yes. giant robo, yes. in this as well, so it does allow you to kind of customize it how you want to do it. In fact, I just came up with new rules uh, in our supplement that we came out called, we call it Kaiju Rising, where you can play a la Battletech or MechWarrior or more Voltron, you can have mini robots oh, okay. that combine into one giant robot to fight Very for the Very good, yeah. So, as a civil defense player, you could actually have the mini robots. Okay, Very combine good. combine into one larger robot that's to fight nice. for the city. That, that sounds like fun, and that's another thing. A lot of great toys you can use for that. Yeah. Figures, for Once sure. Again, whatever you want. Yeah. 
Wait, so if listeners wanted to find out more about the game, where can they go? Uh, right now, we just have the our Facebook page, okay, which is Goon Games at Facebook. Goon right Games now. on Facebook. We used to have a old website, but that we didn't keep it up, so it went, we lost the URL thing for it. Yeah. So yeah. Plus, I'm looking at trying to get our rules on a PDF. Okay. So we can sell it that way, or people can download it. Yo, that sounds great. So, all right. The question I ask every person I interview, it's the most important question. Who is your favorite giant monster? Oh, that's a really tough one. It is. It doesn't seem like it should be, but they're always a little and challengers, right? Another, I've always been a fan of Gamera because yes. Gamera was the knockoff of Godzilla because Toho wouldn't sell it to people, so they had to come up with another giant reptile. Right. But then I've always liked... I'm old school. I'm in my 50s, so Kong. Yeah. But... Giant monster, Goldar from the Space Giants. Space Giants, yeah. Those were so, those were always some of my favorite ones, like that. Yeah, those those more obscure ones. Yeah, those do appeal to people. We yeah. were talking before we started recording. The uh, the the human monster Jamila yeah. from Ultraman is one of my all time favorites because he's such a unique and tragic figure. But you're never going to see Jamila on a list of, no. of top ten Daikaiju. And I can't remember the name of the two Sasquatches that were in. I think they were in Historia Monsters. Oh, Sandingaira. Yeah. From the the Gargantuas. Yeah. From more of the Gargantuas. Yes. They were. Not only people realize who they were. Yeah. You know what's funny? I have had more. Listeners and folks say, hey, when you cover War of the Gargantuas, I want a guest on that. Really? For I think folks my age remember that being on like yeah. WTBS a lot growing oh, up yeah. as kids. So it, that one kind of stands out. So, But, Todd, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you, Luz. Um, I am, uh, um, like I said, we're here out of Gen Con. I'm a tr- I, I don't think I have my recording equipment with yeah. me, but uh, please go check it out. Uh, Goon Games on Facebook, and I will put a link in the show notes here to get everybody out there. Please, everybody, check this out. I had a lot of fun. Todd, thank you much. Thank, thank you, you very much for joining us. Thank really you for appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Big thanks again to Todd for taking the time to sit down with me and discuss this game. Now, naturally, I picked up the rules to Tokyo Ho. Personally, I think my Trendmaster Godzilla toys would be perfect for that game. Have to... Uh, see if uh, maybe I got to adjust uh, the, the dimensions a little bit for like movements, but other than that, I think it's uh, probably a good fit. So maybe break out some Legos to make some buildings. I think that'll work. Some of the kids' uh, Lego blocks or uh, uh, the bigger like Duplo style blocks, that'll work. Might not be realistically colored, but hey, you get to knock over buildings that way. Now, in addition to Todd, I would be remiss if I did not give an Earth Destruction Directive shout out to my fellow Daikaiju podcaster and guest on this show, my friend, Mr. Nathan Marchand, curator of the film archives over at the Monster Island Film Vault. Uh, Nathan and I have been talking online since 2019, but this was the first opportunity we had to meet up in person, given our schedules and personal geographies. Uh, Nathan had a table in Author's Alley. It was really nice to finally shake hands with one of my monster podcasting colleagues. I did pick up a couple of books from Nathan, the Daikaiju novel Destroyer, as well as the anthology Attack of the Kaiju, in which he has a a short story. So definitely look forward to both of those being covered here on the show at some point in the future. It was great to see Nathan. I said, we've been talking back and forth for years. Uh, I've guested on his show. He's guested on my show. We got all sorts of plans in the works. So uh, it was good to meet him. And uh, according to him, he had a a good show also. So I was glad to hear uh, that as well. Now, uh, this is just a quick show, just kind of wrap up. But in closing, I do want to say, please check out uh, Tokyo Ho on the Goon Games Facebook page. Uh, I will try to put the link here in the show notes. It was a lot of fun. 
And I am always a fan of games which you can play with whatever you have on hand, games that don't require a huge buy-in that um, you can use. Uh, they're either what we call model agnostic or, you know, they can be played with whatever you have. I'm a big fan of that as I've gotten older. Uh, definitely, you know, money is always uh, when you got a lot of kids, it's hard to justify. I want to drop two hundred dollars on miniatures that I won't paint. You know, so if I, if I can use the toys and stuff I already got, that's that's all the better. So uh, uh, please go check that out. Of course, of course, go check out Nathan's personal site. At uh, NathanJSMarchand.com. I will, of course, put this in the show notes. Also, check out all of his books and other works. Uh, Nathan's got a lot of different books across multiple genres for you to check out. So I'm sure there's something, if you're listening to this show, that you'll find um, find uh, intriguing and worth checking out uh, on his site. And finally, if you're into tabletop gaming, now, whether that means board games, card games, miniatures, social gaming, strategy games... Anything like that, pencil and paper, dice, cards, all that good stuff. Even if you just want to check out what is one of the largest cons you will likely ever see, please take a look at Gen Con in Indianapolis. Now, the fact that the show is so large with so many people and so much space means that there is likely something there for you to enjoy or discover. I first went to Gen Con in 2016. This was the first year that I had been back since. It's only gotten bigger. It's astounding how large this is and how many different games are there. Any type of game that you want to play or learn about, I guarantee you can do it. Everything from games like Warhammer, uh, games like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon the Card Game, um, to to like homebrew games like like Tokyo Ho, uh, indie games. You know, uh, Mattel was there with uh, their new versions of Uno. Um, you know, the the any type of game you could think of. Even to the point that one of the guys that I was traveling with played in a hearts tournament, like the hearts national championship. So if you want to just go play hearts, you can go do that at Gen Con. So please check that out. If it's, if it's interesting to you, uh, you know, just look for me. I'll be, I'll be the guy wearing a monster shirt. I'm sure you can pick me out of that crowd. So all right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this quick Gen Con wrap up guidance. I now throw it to you, the listeners. Were you at Gen Con 2023? Have you played any homebrew daikaiju games? Are you just a tabletop gamer in general and you want to talk about it? Write the show at EarthDestructionDirective at Yahoo.com. Also find us on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube, and we'll talk about it here on the show. That's all I have for right now, folks. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, keep them stomping. This has been Earth Destruction Directive, a Daikaiju podcast, produced and created by me, Luke Giaconetti, as part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, available at twotruefreaks.com. This is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of Japanese giant monsters. All movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you would like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I try to respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I will read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at 2truefreaks.com. You can also find the show on your favorite podcatcher. Just search for Earth Destruction Directive. You can even leave a review on your podcatcher of choice if you'd like. You can find me on Facebook. Just search for first name Luke, last name E-D-D. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter. Just search for the handle at LGiacone. That's L-J 
A-C-O-N-E. The theme song for this podcast is Future Gladiator by Kevin McLeod, downloaded from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. Thanks for listening, and be sure to come back next time for more city-stomping fun here on Earth Destruction Directive. Tune in next time to hear the crusty old podcaster from Oklahoma say, There's a WTF (laughs) moment if I ever saw one.